Welcome to another edition of Ask Our Parent Coach. Here's your host, Terry Manrique and Alina Greif. Welcome, Columbus. Welcome back to Ask Our Parent Coach. Uh, this show is brought to you by Working With Parents, Central Ohio's leading parenting experts and coaches, where we create a safe place for parents to seek help, support on topics such as parenting, communication, relationships, and emotional intelligence. I'm Terry Manrique. And I'm Alina Greif. Well, that's, this is a great way for me to mm-hmm. kind of step in and say, you know, ask you, like, what are some steps then maybe right now to start practicing, right? Because I think these are little steps that we can start making to get to going into the right direction. <clears throat> so what are some steps um, that you think are very useful for our listeners to do um, on a regular Great basis? question. I will share with you, um, and this is actually part of the process or framework that I take my clients through as we start to learn how to connect that mind and body experience. Um, So the first step is... Our special guest today is Petya James. Uh, Petya is a mind and body expert offering emotional literacy workshops, coaching and support to conscious women. Petya, we are so happy to have you here on our podcast. Would you like to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and how you started on this career path? Of course. Hello, and thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here as well. Uh, Yes, so it's always a journey, (laughs) as with everything. And what brought me to now, I guess, are a few... consciously designed ways to, you know, just to get here. So um, I'm here today working with conscious women and around emotional literacy, but really how things started were by doing massage therapy. And that quickly led me to inquire more into why our bodies are holding on to tension and stress and how that's showing up. And so moving moving along the journey uh, and becoming uh, a psychotherapist and different types of modalities that were supportive, here we are now. And uh, I'm here to support women as we really understand how our bodies are doing and handling our emotions. To learn a little bit more about what you can teach us and uh, teach our listeners. Um, And I know that we said we were going to discuss about how... um, your emo- your current emotion emotional state uh, is shaping your child's future self, right? Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about what that is and what that means. Absolutely. So I'm a mom. <laughs> My daughter is going to be three actually next month, and um, I've had the opportunity to be very present with her in the last three years, you know, by choice. So I, you know, stayed home and have been with her. And my parenting journey, though, started. 23 years ago when I became a teenage sister to twins. So just giving you a little background on with kids and lately what I've, you know, very consciously noticed is that how I feel is how my daughter feels. And um, I do feel that, you know, what we do and how we feel today shapes our children's future. Because if, you know, any of uh, you and the listeners um, can relate, if we do any type of inner healing, it always brings us to that childhood experience. Mm -hmm. So I feel like we are at a position now because we know better right? We can't say we didn't know. Yes. (laughs) We have so many resources. And because we know better, this is the time to commit to changing the future of how 
our kids, you know, how, how they're being shaped. And I think we have a powerful opportunity to do that right now because this is 2020 and we're living in such a world where things are surfacing and being illuminated so much. So we I think we work with that. Petya, what you just said was really, really powerful. You said how I feel is how my daughter feels um, in, you know, parenting books. And I don't know how well understood that is, you know. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. can you elaborate a little more on that? You don't have to feel like you need to fix them or correct them or, you know, it. all you need to do is diffuse your own emotional state and, and that changes their experience as well. So I feel how I feel is how she feels. And if I make it a priority for myself to make sure that I'm feeling aligned and in a balanced state mm -hmm. and feeling a way that serves me, then that's what she feels. And I don't have to make her feel that way. Mm -hmm. I don't have to help her feel that way. I just literally have to help myself. And that is what brings me to you know, the work that I do today, which is supporting women and especially women with children in, in this, because we just were not taught about this. Like no one, I definitely know that didn't happen for me. Mm -hmm. definitely didn't happen for most of the people that I know, like friends mm -hmm. and clients. Like we just were not taught that, not to mention our, our own parents didn't even have an idea about this. And this is why I said at the beginning, I think we know better at this stage in, yes. you know, life. So, mm -hmm. yeah. How do you think, um, you know, it's, we have years and years of, you know, society telling us to just figure it out. Right. Um, how do you think we can start creating that change? You know, I know by us having these conversations, but what do you think, um, when parents need to really stop and realize it's probably better. My journey will be much healthier. Um, when I get additional support or when I seek out some extra help, but instead of waiting for these moments to arise, to be more proactive, what, what message do you give to those, to our listeners to say, what are some steps that they can do ahead of time so that we can be more proactive about the decisions that we make? Yeah. Great question. <clears throat> I think that so often we, we go to a narrative that says, Either I don't have time, I don't have resources, I can't do this right now, you know. And so that's a narrative that also goes back to early upbringing, to mm -hmm. even the messaging that we received. And I'm going to kind of go on a little tangent. I promise I'll bring it back to the question. <laughs> um, it's okay. Even if you think about how, um, you know, let's say we tell our children, be careful. That's one that I've, I've been drawing on a lot lately. So even just the statement, be careful, it's rooted in fear. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying this first before I go into the question of like, how do we do this when, you know, how do we be proactive? Well, the question is, what do you want? how do I want to feel, right? Like what can be supportive rather than what can't I do because I don't have the, the time, money, resources, and so on. What do I, like what can be the most supportive thing to me right in this time rather than 
what do I need to do or how can I get there? It's a little bit of a twist in that question and it's a thing that we feel. And so that brings me to the body. How do we proactively care for ourselves is we listen to the symptoms and the signals of the body. So Mm -hmm. give us an example, like what could that look like? Absolutely. I will tell you without a shadow of my of a doubt in my mind that mm-hmm. and the message there becomes more about the body sends messages constantly when things like pain uh you know tension uh symptoms like skin conditions or digestive you know um issues or even sleep situations, by the time that is a normal thing, and I'm air quoting this, you can't see me, but I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. When that becomes a normal thing or a thing that you just kind of know it's there and you're waiting to see if it's there today as well, that's almost to the point where you've missed the mark. So how we, how we are proactive with the deeper ways of being with ourselves is by making sure we're addressing those symptoms on the deeper level. We're almost like passing over what is wrong with me and going down to how can I support myself through this? And Mm -hmm. sometimes it's a mindset shift and often it actually has to become a connection with the body first in a safe way. And this is where I feel a lot of us, well, I know for sure my clients are learning this because we didn't know it. We don't know how to feel safe in the body because we were told be careful as a child. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not saying that that's because of that, but that's an example of how we start to fear our experience. So being proactive with it becomes almost like, I don't know what you mean. How do I be proactive when I'm feeling these things already? And Mm -hmm. those, those, those ways of feelings are a doorway to become more in tuned with our bodies. I think that is crucial at this time that we're living in right now and to be able to support our children through this. Yeah. 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 I, I think we miss a lot of signals um, and we just push them to the side and we don't pay attention. Um, we don't, we don't pay attention to what our intuition is telling us. Um, I know that I have a lot of clients who, you know, they, at the end of the day, they're exhausted, they're tired, and they're upset or sad about the way the day ended up, Mm -hmm. right? Because of the stress that they're, we're all dealing with right now. We're dealing with so much stress and so much anxiety. Um, And I feel like there's so many, so many families that are just sitting in their homes trying to figure this out on their Mm -hmm. own. And it just breaks my heart because there's so many of us out here that are trying to do this work for our clients and for, you know, our community and that it just, it doesn't have to be that way. And I think that's where, you know, this is why we like to have these conversations is because if you're sitting at home and you've had just this tough day and you just passed all the signs, you know, at some point those, these signs are there for a reason and we have to pay attention. Absolutely. Really important is to know that right now, And I know we're having this conversation in a pretty highly charged emotional and energetic time. Like things are just going and are happening without anybody's knowing or control. Without getting any outside support. And Mm -hmm. here's what's really important to remember for the listeners and reminding ourselves as well that being 
triggered or being or not feeling good is okay. Because here's mm-hmm. the thing, and this is what I truly believe, and I believe that this is actually the, the reason why I came into this world, is to recognize how my body is here to heal me and not to hurt me. Mm-hmm. It's here to support me not to hurt me. You know how this powerful energy comes through us and it mm-hmm. has to be processed and experienced. And really the reason why we're here is to express it, right? To right. have that expression. And if we're sitting there um, boggled down by stress and fear and shame and anxiety and these, I, I will never call them negative emotions because there is no negative emotion. It is just mm-hmm. an emotion and it just has to pass through the system. That is all. Right. <laughs> People are like, ah, how do I do that? Exactly. It's what we weren't taught and now mm-hmm. it's time to learn that. It's it's a skill set. And it's a skill set. Yeah. <laughs> Petya, I think what you just said is like really, really powerful. And I I totally agree with you. I know for myself, when I coach clients, I often, you know, because here's the thing. This is just my vehicle through this lifetime. And this powerful mechanism has incredible capabilities, meaning I can Mm -hmm. process things through this body. And by things, I mean that, you know, yes, we can get into the spiritual aspect of give them this analogy that feelings and emotions are like clouds. It's like a storm, right? When you're going through the storm, it just feels like dark and scary. And oh my gosh, there's lightning and thunder. But you know, it's going to pass and you know, the sun is going to come out and you know, it's not permanent, right? So sometimes when we get stuck in that, you know, storm or in that, uh, you know, in the wind tunnel, we just, it feels like it's going to go on forever and we start to fight it. We start to tense up. We start to, you know, freak out, right? And that's when those feelings and emotions get inside your body and can materialize in aches and pains and um, you know, certain like, you know, for some people it would be stomach issues or back problems, right? Um, instead of just letting it pass, observing it, but not being attached. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. And there is a reason why those feelings are there. They're mm-hmm. often familiar. It's often mm-hmm. something that it's not felt for the very first time when we talk about anxiety or fear or you know those shameful experiences that could be triggered that have created ways that then you act and you present yourself because Mm -hmm. yeah that 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 defense mechanism kicks in and it's a great thing to remind everyone and and people who are willing to really hear that that those experiences like you said are Mm -hmm. this is my favorite thing to say to to clients is this is not who you are. You know, people will say, oh, I have anxiety. I have uh, such and such whatever label that mm-hmm. has been given. And I'm like, you don't have that. You don't own it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah. you, don't you have it. Yes. It's just an experience. When we talk about emotions like fear, anxiety, no, you don't have that. It's an experience that you're going through. And when you know that you allow it to pass like the storm otherwise mm-hmm. you kind of get stuck like you said in that tunnel and it's just mm-hmm. spinning you but you're not necessarily moving forward out towards the sun- sunny plot part of, of right. life mm-hmm. that, that you can give our listeners that they can do always 
Awareness has to be first. And the way that I help people get, gain that awareness is through body wisdom. So it's through being able to connect with the body and just sort of always awareness. Inquire within what is really happening so that you can you can identify what needs help or what needs to shift. So awareness is number one. Then once we have that awareness, we're moving into the step of, you know, acceptance and understanding. So those are, that is when, again, air quotes here, but that's when the work happens. That's where you get to really kind of understand yourself on a deeper level and how you've gotten to know the things you know. And this is usually where it's ideal to have support. We're not meant to do this alone, right? And so, yes. um, so that's where, you know, reconnect and ask those deeper questions. How did I get to know this? Where was I, you know, where else did I experience that? How is that familiar for me? Well, is that serving me any longer? You know, what do I want to see happen around this? Um, and then another step that is also just as important as the first two is taking action on it right like what now that i know this and i'm aware and i've done some work to understand what do i need to do and when i say that people are like yeah action i should like do this and start a business in my mm -hmm. house no sometimes it's taking a nap <laughs> yes <laughs> do something that actually supports the journey you were just on so those three steps are really the the pillars or the the you know framework that we dance around and this is not a linear process ever it's never a linear process it's a spiral we go back and forth from awareness to acceptance to awareness to action to acceptance to like we dance around yeah. that because mm -hmm. it is crucial and um i've put this method together in in the signature program that I teach all my clients and the best part about it is that it's an experience so it's not a theoretical kind of course or something that you get to study it's something you experience with yes that was such an enlightening that conversation Petya um, I, I love your steps and I think, you know, our listeners can definitely um, start applying those things, you know, from experience to experience in their, in their life. I think that's, um, that is absolutely, you know, how you increase your emotional intelligence is by awareness um, above everything else. That's the first step. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So excited that I got a chance to chat with you ladies here. And to all the listeners who perhaps had a little moment of awareness within this conversation, your life. And then this is where my, the best part, I think, is you get to teach your kids. Because by, mm -hmm. ex by experience, you get to be that mirror. You get to show them, not tell them what to do, but show them mm -hmm. how you're doing it. And I think that's the most powerful part. Know that you have all that you need for someone who is clear, someone who is grounded, someone who can actually hold the space that you need. And that brings me to safety. Safety within the body is important. And you know, you get to know what that feels like. No one can tell you you're good, you're safe now. Within you, with you at any given time. There is nothing that you need outside of yourself that you don't already have. The thing that is mm -hmm. helpful sometimes to reach outside is for that reflection. Um, 
Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, this is something that I'm I'm happy to pass along as a gift if anyone's interested. I have a beautiful audio, um, a recorded audio. It's not necessarily a meditation. It's an experience again, <laughs> creating okay. that safety yes. within. Well, that's great. We'll have all your information in the uh, show notes. So you can go ahead and uh, click on there and reach out to her pretty quickly. Uh, thank you so much, Vetya, for being here. This is a wonderful Amazing. conversation. Thanks for having me. No, that's wonderful. Well, we're so happy to uh, have you on the show. Can you please tell us how our listeners can reach Absolutely. out to you? So my website is petyahjames.com, P-E-T-Y-A-H-James.com. And also I'm quite active on Facebook. I have a Facebook group where it's a free one and we do a lot of spot coaching and just different things like that. Uh, and that's usually the best way right now. It's either Facebook or through mm-hmm. the website. Well, that's our show for today. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in. Um, if you have any questions and you want us to answer any of your questions, feel free to submit your information to info at ourparentcoach.com. Um, you can also visit our website at workingwithparents.com. And remember to apply the CPR philosophy with compassion, patience, and respect with everyone you come in contact with. Join us next week for another edition of Ask Our Parent Coach with Terry Manrique and Alina Greif. Well, that's our show. Thank you so much for sticking around all the way to the end. We really appreciate you and your time. Feel free to write a review. Let us know how we're doing. And if you'd like to take it a step further, give us some ratings. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button to watch for future episodes.